0: Blood Talk Radio. <laughs> Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Well, hello, ladies, and happy Monday to you. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this Monday, September 9th, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what, a huge success. Well, we've got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, We're going to be talking and continuing with our theme for the month of September, Strategy 2020, right? And I'm so excited that you all are here with me today. Make sure you have your pen and your notepad because I'm going to be giving you some really good, meaty information today that you will be able to take back to your desk and get started on developing your your business strategy, your outline, figuring out where you're going to be at for 2020. And of course, uh, I am going to be bringing to you the five questions of leadership and authority. I'm going to be talking to you also about the four powers of strategy as well, Uh, I want you to remember, for those of you that already are very familiar with business strategy, uh, I want you guys, uh, for those of you that are not, to really understand what I consider the four powers of business strategy. So I'll be sharing that with you in just a little bit. And also, I'll be speaking this weekend at a very special conference uh, entitled The Marked Women Empowerment Conference, which is going to be held right in the Stonecrest Lysonia area of Atlanta, Georgia. So, so very, very excited about that. And um, I have a special, special blessing for those of you that are in the local area or in or around Atlanta, and you may be interested in attending. So, again, uh, I'll be sharing that with you as well. And of course, um, if you have the book Endless Referrals by Bob Berg, I will continue with an excerpt from that book today. Uh, we are going to be reading from Chapter 12, Why Most Salespeople Don't Ask for Referrals and How to Overcome It. So I'm going to be reading that, uh, that particular chapter, not the whole chapter, but just uh, bringing you a few excerpts that I think are very, very important. And then, of course, we'll be getting right down to how to evaluate your business and why it is so very, very important. So, again, I'm extremely excited that you are all here. And, you know, whether you're starting a business, thinking about starting a business, or whether you are already in business or trying to figure out just how to make some money, honey, right? Uh, You need to know and understand that Successful Woman Radio is definitely here for you. And each Monday, every single Monday, whether it is a holiday or not, I am here at 12 noon to bring you information that you're going to be able to put to use right away. Uh, So very, very important. I see my is on the the show today with us as well, Gloria Matters. Hey, Gloria. Um, Thanks so much for listening and tuning in. And, of course, again, you can share the Successful Woman radio show. If you're looking at it live from our Facebook group, you can actually share that simply by, um, you know, clicking on the share button, and it will share right from your personal page. So, again, I'm very, very excited, uh, and I hope that you guys will enjoy this month's theme. It's such a needed theme, you know? Uh, It's a needed theme because I don't think that Overall, women who are micro-business owners, home-based business owners, solo entrepreneurs really get it, really understand why strategic planning is so very, very important. And one of the things that helped me to be successful and push me higher uh, in my personal life and my business was really just learning to become a very proactive person, and it's something that I strive to get better at every single day, and that is doing things ahead of time, becoming a proactive queen, uh, because I have learned that the early bird really does get the worm, right? I have learned that doing things ahead of time takes away a lot of stress, and so strategizing, uh, that's just one reason why strategizing is so very, very important, but you're going to learn some other reasons, Um, a little bit later on as we embrace our theme, Strategy 2020. Um, For those of you who are new, because I see that we have a lit board on Blog Talk Radio, and so for those of you that are new to the show, uh, I want to just say welcome. Again, I'm Trina Newby, and I'm so excited that you're here with us today to learn more about being a successful businesswoman. If you're not familiar with who we are and what we do, I just want to share quickly um, what it's all about. So, Successful Woman Radio is the flagship radio show for our main website, womenaboutbiz.net. Our whole goal is providing you, the businesswoman, or the woman who's ready to take charge and start a business with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life generating the income that you desire. And I want you guys to understand something. As I get older, because I remember when I was in my 20s, I remember I was in my 30s, you know, I looked at women who were in their 50s or 60s and 70s as, you know, much older that they didn't really need to do very much, you know. And I, I think there is such a a space between, you know, younger women and older women. I think younger women really just don't get it. They really just don't understand the plight of life and and getting older. And so when you're younger, you're thinking, okay, I've got to rush, rush, rush and hurry up because when I get in my 50s, my 60s, my 70s, I'm definitely not going to be doing a whole lot. And so somebody lied, okay, somebody lied because, uh, now that I am in my fifties, I can certainly tell you, honey, that I have just as many goals, just as much desire to be a successful woman as I ever had. As a matter of fact, it is even more because you realize how precious time really is, and that you are getting older. And so, for you young ladies out there, you need to understand that while you have an advantage point of being younger, you've got you've got a little more mileage. Uh, that you can use, you need to understand that it is so very, very important, okay, very, very important for you to learn from older women, to look forward to getting older, and to know that it doesn't change. You're still the girl, the young girl in your heart. That you've always been. And that does not change. I learned that from my mother. I learned it from my aunts and other friends and family members who are in their 70s, some in their 80s, who are sharing with me that, yes, I still have goals. I still want to do things in life. And so I wanted to add that in there because a lot of the times I find that younger women don't necessarily understand um, that older women are starting businesses and growing and looking at new ways to generate income just like the younger women are, right? And so at Successful Woman Radio and Women About Biz, our whole goal is to inspire you and women period, right, just to inspire and have a positive environment where other women will be able to grow and be able to thrive. So, again, I'm very, very excited about that. I also, with that said, have a wonderful announcement to make. Coming up, probably in about two weeks at Women About Biz, we will have a new channel And I'm very, very excited for that, and it's called Grace Alive. And Grace Alive, G-R-A-Y-C-E, Grace Alive is for women who are 40-plus women who are getting older, uh, but they are making it happen just the same. And I'm so excited. It's something, it's a project that I've wanted to do as I look at myself as I'm getting older. Um, I want to be able to inspire younger women and also inspire older women and connect with women my age as well. So Grace Alive is going to be that portion of Women About Biz for women who are, you know, 40 plus, and they are moving on in the life uh, generation, and they are wanting to connect, they are wanting to learn and talk about things that are pertinent and relevant to women who are, are growing older, okay? And so I'm very, very excited about that. If you are 40 plus, uh, definitely make sure you drop me a line. Uh, direct message me if you're listening from Facebook because we're wanting to get um, interviews of women who are in business that are over the age of 40. And then um, we're wanting to profile successful business women. Who are over the age of 40. So, if you know some successful business women and you would love to see them profile through Grace Alive, our, our new channel that's going to be on Women About Biz, make sure that you guys, if you're listening from Facebook, direct message me. If you're not, you guys can email me at member support at womenaboutbiz.net. Again, member at womenaboutbiz.net. I'll get that message from you and we will definitely follow up on whomever you refer. Well, I just learned some interesting news and I'm excited about it. Um, I just learned that Oprah Winfrey will be in the Atlanta area. And in actuality, what I have learned is that um, she's going to be doing another tour. Let me see if I can find that information because I know a lot of you. Uh, will want to go to to that you know but oprah oprah Winfrey is definitely going to be uh touring again, and I've had a lot of people that say they really really enjoy um you know seeing oprah Live when they have been able uh to now I'm looking at the schedule now she starts touring in january um and she's going to be. Uh, in Sunrise, Florida, St. Paul, Minnesota, Charlotte, North Carolina, Brooklyn, New York, Dallas, Texas, San Francisco, California, Inglewood, California, Denver, Colorado. And, of course, she'll be in Atlanta, which is where I'm at, January 25th um, at the State Farm Arena. And so, again, um, there are several resources on the net that are, you know, that are selling the tickets. So what you need to do uh, is just Google uh, Oprah Winfrey um, tour, and then it will pop up and you will be able to see uh, all of the available tickets. And it looks like the tickets are starting. um, In some cities, the tickets are as low as $93. And then in some cities, uh, the tickets, uh, start at around $115, so uh, and they go all the way up to about $1,000. So there's different seats uh, in, in the different arenas. So again, you know, the one thing I want to say, if you can only afford the lowest cost seat, get it, right? Don't feel bad that you can't sit down on the floor front and center. Just get it because it is worth it. I was blessed by one of my clients, Uh, the pink millionaire herself, Nicola Smith Jackson, um, in last December, I was blessed with a first-class ticket to the Michelle Obama uh, tour here in Atlanta, and I was just so blessed with that ticket, and we all sat down front and center, Uh, but I realized as I looked around, there was really no bad spot in the arena because there were close, um, you know, close circuit screens, big, huge flat screens all over the place. So you were not missing anything, not at all. And so we had such a good time, uh, several of us ladies, uh, we rode in the limousine, we went to dinner, and then we went to um, hear Michelle Obama, which we absolutely loved. Um, And so think about getting a group of women together. It's so wonderful when we can become inspired by other women who are making it happen and have made it happen, and they are blessing the lives of other women with their wisdom, um, inspiring other women. So, again, just wanted to mention that. Um, I also – I wanted to share with you ladies that I'll be speaking this Saturday, again, at the Marked Women's Empowerment Conference in um, the Stonecrest, Lystonia, Georgia area. Now, that's in Metro Atlanta. So if you are in and or around the Metro Atlanta area, I've got something very special for you. I am giving a special blessing by personally paying 50% of your ticket price. The normal ticket price is 75 and I think it includes, like, your breakfast, your lunch, uh, materials, um, you know, access in the conference. Um, but I am paying half of that. Why? Mm-hmm. Because I love you, and I want you to be there with me. Uh, so I have a table, and I have 10 spots uh, for individuals who are interested in going to the Mark's Women's Conference with me. Now, let me just share this. I do believe four of the ten spots have already been taken, so that means there are only six spots left. So if you are interested, you need to hop right on this. And let me tell you how you get to the page. Simply go to Women About Biz. that's B-I-Z as in zebra, WomenAboutBiz.net, And then what you do is click on events in the top white menu bar, and once you click on events, you'll see the conference information, but scroll down and you'll see the link uh, to to actually get to the registration page, and that's uh, where you'll be able to register and get the special discount of 50% off. So, again, if you're interested in attending, direct message me um, through Facebook for those of you who are listening through the Women About Biz community. And if you're listening through Blog Talk Radio, um, simply go on the Women About Biz site. There is a support link there. You can always email me through that. Or you can send an email to membersupport at womenaboutbiz.net. Okay, you can send an email to me there if you have more questions about it. But, you know, one of the things that I'm excited with this conference, this conference is hosted by uh, Life Coach and Women About Biz member, Pamela Boudre, but one of the things that I love about this conference is that it's about women empowering themselves through the power of forgiveness and letting go of excess baggage, Right? And, you know, as women, we don't a lot of the times like to address things that we sometimes kind of keep in the closet, like we may be dealing with a lot of crap, right? We may have a lot of excess baggage. Uh, we often kind of keep that in the closet, and we try to look all made up and vivified. Um, in, in, in the front of appearance, but sometimes there are things going on in our lives that we really just need to clean out. You know, as women, we often hold our own selves back from, you know, the very, very things that we want to accomplish in life because we are not willing to forgive or let go and believe that we were truly meant for greatness. But I want to just let you know, I have personally experienced in my own life, you know, and had my own baggage that I have had to deal with. I've had to forgive people. I've had to let go of things uh, that I really shouldn't have been holding on to in the beginning. And I truly understand what it means that you can have so much stuff going on in your mind about a lot of different things, holding on to too much baggage that is actually holding you back. From accomplishing the dreams and goals that you really want in life. And so that's what this conference is all about. You're going to hear um, incredible speakers, testimonies. You're going to meet and network with other women who are inspiring to accomplish their goals, whether it's from a career standpoint, something personal, or uh, through their business. So again, if you can make it, we would love to have you uh, at our Women About Biz table. And so again, to learn more about it, go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on events, And then um, there's like a learn more button. Click that. Just follow the links and you'll get to the registration page. I do expect those spots to probably be, you know, taken and sold out with those those spots probably within the next couple of days. So if you're interested, you need to hop right on. And, again, that's the Marked Women's Conference this Saturday, September the 14th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., and it's going to be held at the Allen Entrepreneurial Institute right there in Stonecrest. So so very excited um, that I'm speaking and I look so forward to sharing and through Christ just blessing um, a special message that's tailored just for you. It is 1219 after the hour, and for those of you that have just tuned in. Hey, girl, welcome to Successful Woman Radio. I'm Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. So glad you are with us. I see that our Blog Talk Radio board is completely full. So if for some reason, okay, if for some reason you can't uh, get other people that you've invited can't get on, have them to either um, go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio, spelled all together. Again, let me repeat that. They can listen live online right now by going to blogtalkradio.com forward slash Successful Woman Radio, or they can quickly request access to join the Women About Big group on Facebook, okay? Um, but Sometimes that's a little more difficult to get to if you're not a, a member of the group already, but all of you who are listening via Facebook Live, In our group, you can easily share this broadcast in your personal page, um, and others will see it as well. So I want to thank everybody. thank everyone for continuing to share uh, the good news about Successful Woman Radio. Um, We have been on the air now almost going on 11 years, and Women About Biz coming up in 2000, we've got something to shout and celebrate. We will be 20 years old at Women About Biz, and so I'm just so blessed and so excited about that, and I'm still trying to figure out, you know, what special thing will we be doing in January 2020 to share our 20th year um, of helping thousands of women all across the world now to start and grow their very own business. We're going to go ahead and move forward. I want to talk a little bit with you about the four powers of strategy, and uh, this is coming from uh, a course that I created in 2012 entitled Her Business Strategy, and I have updated the course every since. So far, we've had more than 500-plus women who have taken this course, and one of the things that we talk about is the four powers of strategy, and I want to share this with you because business strategy and development is just so key to me. I I get it. I understand what it means to be proactive in your business and to really push forward in developing um, your, your goals, your sales goals, your marketing goals, what it is that you want to do. And I'll be explaining in just a moment, uh, as a matter of fact, on each show, you know, why it's so important to plan on an annual basis with your business strategy. But first, let me just share with you the four powers of strategy. Um, The first power of strategy is vision, of course, right? And so any successful businesswoman or entrepreneur um, will tell you that the very thing that drives her in becoming accomplished and successful is a business vision, right? And she'll surely mention this. Vision is vitally important, not just in your business, but literally in your entire life. It represents your why and gives you purpose to move forward and bringing your thoughts and ideas into a reality. So ladies, as you journey through your business, you'll have some challenges and obstacles, but when you're completely at one with your why, with your vision, you're able to withstand anything that comes your way. Um, Your vision, indeed, will keep you grounded and give you the level of belief you need to succeed. And I truly believe that. Very, very excited. As a matter of fact, behind the scenes, we've been working on something very special. We've been working on Vision 2020, uh, which is a new event that uh, Is going to replace our old event here in Atlanta that we've entitled Holiday Extravaganza, but instead we're going to be entitling that event Vision 2020. And each year uh, uh, following, it will it'll be Vision 2021, Vision 2022. But we are um, excited about this because women need to be visioning, not only with the vision board but women need to be meditating, praying, visioning, and asking God for divine inspiration to do much in her life, right? And so it's very, very key. So here's the second uh, power of strategy because, again, the first power was vision. So the second power of strategy is focus, right? The power of focus of course, cannot be overlooked when creating your strategy for the new year. You know, many women admit that they often do a lot of different tasks, and psychologists who are in organizational behavior are now, uh, from a lot of case studies, are learning that trying to do everything all at once, trying to do multiple things, they're, they're learning now that that's not such a good thing most of the time. Why? Because... It's causing stress. The mind has to constantly rewire itself, which in the long term can cause forgetfulness, right? And so it's so important for you to learn how to work at one thing at a time, to work on focus, and not only that, but to learn and focus how to set up your power team of individuals that can support you so you can be focusing on all of the right things, okay? And then the third power of strategy is planning. Now, planning is all about um, research, understanding your target customer, marketing, sales, workflow, and mapping out how you will accomplish your business goals. And that's exactly what um, a business strategy is all about, right? A business strategy is basically creating a blueprint that outlines your goals for the year and how you're going to make it happen. And all of that in between, the make it happen stuff, is that's a part of your plan. That's a part of your, your strategy. And so um, that is why planning is one of the four powers of strategy. And then last but not least in the four powers of strategy is action. I can't talk about action enough. I mean, Wow. One of the biggest things that I have learned is that you can be the smartest person in the world. You can know so much about what your business is all about. You can know so much about your trade. Um, You can know so much about planning. You You can write a whole book of ideas and strategies down. But this fourth power, without it, everything is just moot point. It doesn't mean anything. And so the fourth power of strategy is action. Now, while planning is important, again, it must be implemented and it must be managed. So it will take consistent action, and that will require organization. It will require you knowing how to manage your time and following up. It will also require you, again, to develop that team of people, that support team and resources that will serve as an overall support structure. Now, I want you guys to remember that being a solo entrepreneur doesn't always mean that you are by yourself. And so, again, it's important that when, you, in order to take action, you have to have a support team. You have to know how to leverage the talent and potential of other people who are willing and ready and have the expertise in particular areas to help you. Very, very key. So using these four powers of strategy consistently and in unison will assist you in truly taking your business to the next level. And I like to replace that word taking and leading your business to the next level, which is so very, very key. So again, um, those are the four powers of strategy. It seems i just got a text here. Someone's asking me to repeat those four powers. Okay. Uh, So it is number one, vision. Number two, focus. Number three, planning. And lastly, number four, action. And again, all four powers of strategy should be done consistently and in unison for it to really help you in leading your business to the next level. Um, I hope you guys are taking notes um, because I am moving swiftly here and just want to make sure that you have some good information. I know you think I forgot it, but I haven't coming up. Five questions of leadership and authority coming up in just about one or two minutes. But first, I wanted to share with you guys something that I have been doing And um, it has been working out really well. I'm very excited about it. So what is that? Well, I knew that I needed to lose weight, right? You know, I I am. I'm about probably 80 pounds overweight, way too much um, to be overweight. So I realized that I really want good health and I really want to live as long as I possibly can, right? And so I decided to just really... Take my time and figure out, okay, how am I going to lose this weight? You know, what system am I going to use? What am I going to do? Because I've tried so many things over the years that sort of worked and sort of didn't. I'm one of those people. I don't like strict diets. I don't like food that tastes like cardboard. I don't like blah. I know a lot of you, right? You're probably saying, girl, me neither, right? I don't like to be restricted in a way that takes away my freedom to choose. I've always been that type of person, and so I finally—I think I found the system that I like. Um, I joined Noom, N-O-O-M, which is a um, mobile—a a mobile app that you can put on your phone, which allows you to log in your meals, uh, and they give you a coach, and they give you—they uh, put you in a support group, and they allow you. Uh, to, you know, share in the group, and then at the same time, um, the whole system is dealing with cognitive therapy, which is something that I really like because what it's saying is that, listen, nobody's going to restrict you from anything. You're We're going to share with you the best way to make things happen to lose this weight, and you choose what you want to do. Now, you also choose what you want to eat. Now, we're going to tell you the best way to eat but you choose what you want to eat. You don't have to restrict anything, but you need to know that you need to stay within these guidelines. So I like that kind of thing. Well, guess what? gonna it it is working. I've been on the system for now, I guess, about two and a half weeks, and I've lost nine pounds. Can you believe it? Nine pounds. So by the end of December, I should have lost half of the 80. So I'm really excited about that. Uh, and now what I need to do is exercise more. I'm now drinking more water. I, I gave up sodas. Uh, that in and of itself is probably why I lost the nine pounds because, you know, sodas can uh, – let the sugar can add on a lot of weight. But I'm really learning a lot about why I eat the way that I eat, and that is helping me to change my behaviors in a natural way, a desire to want to make a change, right? And so I just wanted to share that with you guys because I know that probably some of you are wanting to lose weight. I know that some of you are wanting to get healthier. And so I am going to be blogging about my journey um, and sharing um, with you how I'm doing, not just uh, through the program I mentioned, but just in general. Um, One thing that I learned, let me share this right quick. One thing that I learned um, is that I'm drinking a whole lot of water, and one of the things that helped me when I feel like I want something a little sweet is I chop up apples and grapes and um, strawberries, different types of fruit, and I put it in crushed ice of water. And so it encourages me to drink my water, but then I can also eat the fruit, which has sweetness to it, so that curbs that craving, and I can have as much fruit as I want. So I'm really excited about how things are going, and I just wanted to share that with you because that's a success for me. You guys just don't know how long I have been trying to lose this weight, and finally, um, I just feel like uh, the cloud has been lifted in that area of my life, and I'm ready to get Uh, even more sexier, and I'm ready to get even more healthier. And uh, I'm excited, very, very excited. So if you're losing weight uh, or what have you, let me know. Maybe we can swap stories and, and share. Um, I want to go ahead right now, and I want to go into the five questions of leadership and authority. Uh, these are questions for those of you that are new, because I see that there are so many new people uh, that are are emailing us at Women About Biz. Wow, we've got a lot of new emails coming in. Um, and so I wanted to share with you exactly what these five questions of leadership and authority are all about again just as a, as is as a a reminder um tamika on facebook live says you look great as always thank you my beautiful tamika hi girl you know we got to have lunch soon um, but the five questions of leadership and authority are all about really embracing leadership really uh, really really becoming possessed with it, okay, really embracing it to the point to where it's a part of your being that you are a leader, okay. These questions are really important for a business woman because the more you ask these questions of yourself, the more you are going to uh, grow, the more you're going to Fine tune and improve and enhance your skills of leadership. So let me just start now with question number one. Am I clear on my role as CEO of my company? Again, am I clear? on my role as the CEO of my company. So let me just say this. It doesn't matter if you're in the business of one. It doesn't matter how small or how big or how in between your business is. Honey, you are the CEO. You are the CEO of your business, and you need to understand that, right? But one way to truly understand it and to truly have your aha moment in this is create a position description, right? Right? Some of you need a spanking because you have not created your position description as the CEO of your company, and you need to get that done because that is what's going to give you your clarity and your focus about how you can lead your business to the next level. Here's number two, what are my business priorities? Well, it's kind of difficult to know what your priorities are when you might be all over the place, right? And so that's why it's so important to know your role, your position as the CEO of your company. So know what your business priorities are. Um, as far as sales, as far as tasks, you need to implement delegations. People you've assigned different tasks to. Marketing, know what your priorities are in those areas, especially. And then number three is, do I have a bird's eye view of my daily workflow? And as the CEO of your company, it's important in the mornings when you sit at your desk or when you set up in the bed and you're browsing your email and you're doing all of those things. It's so important for you to have a bird's-eye view of what you are looking at. Bird's-eye view means that you're in control, literally, because you can look down and you can see whether you're using a calendar, a planner, a journal, or a third-party software to help you stay focused. Um, A bird's-eye view tells you what's happening in your company, what my sales are, right, what your sales are what um what's going on with marketing how many leads have you generated and you know the thing uh, about having a bird's eye view as the ceo of your company is that if there are any problems going on things that you need to nip in the bud things that you need to take care of urgencies in the business if you have a good bird's eye view of what's happening in your business overall guess what You're going to be able to catch things. You're going to be able to prevent things from falling into the cracks, right? And so that's what a bird's-eye view is all about. CEOs that have a bird's-eye view and know how to get things done quickly rise to the top faster, okay? Number four is am I allowing my power team to work for me in helping to execute my daily workflow? Okay, so, again, that power team is your support, core support group, right? And it's important to have um, a power team. And so, again, it's important for you to realize that without the help of other people, you may make a certain amount of money in your business. But let me just tell you this. If you really want to push to the six- and seven-figure income, Without a doubt, you must have a structured support system in place, people who have expertise in other areas that can cut your learning curve and help you to push your business forward in a mighty way. Very, very key. And last but not least in the five questions of leadership and authority is, do I have a delegation system in place to activate my power team? Okay, um, a delegation system is so key because you can't just hand something over to someone and say, here, get this done. No, you have to create a system for everything that you delegate. There has to be a description of it, a measuring tool such as accountability, deadline set, what are the goals of this particular task or project, and, and um, particular notes that you want whoever you delegate it to to know, and then what you expect. All of those things have to be decided upon from the CEO or management perspective. And so, this is why um, you have to have a delegation system. You have to have it figured out before you start handing it to other people to do. Very, very key. But once you do have a delegation system in place, you're now ready to activate your power team, ready to start having other people help you. So, again, this is very, very key. So, there you have it five questions of leadership and authority to help you to become the CEO to take your business to the next level. Take these questions, ladies, ask them of yourself as often as you need to, to really help you to brainstorm, to execute. Um, to help grow your business. It's 1240 after the hour. You are listening to No Other Than, the Successful Woman radio show. I want to thank everyone for tuning in. We still have a little ways to go. A lot of people say, how in the world do you talk for an hour on your radio show? Well, it's easy. I I have a lot of information I want to share, and I'm, I'm very proactive. I developed a script. And by the way, we're going to be talking about how to create your own radio show, how to create your own podcast, so that's going to be coming up as well. So here we are in the book, okay, Endless Referrals by Bob Berg, very, very excited. Again, I want to congratulate all of those people who actually purchased the book, Endless Referrals. Someone just just chatted me and said, can you hold the book up one more time? Here it is. Endless Referrals by Bob Byrd, an excellent book. Um, there's just The book is so chock full of wisdom and information. It, it's going to take uh, longer than a week to read, but you, you'll be able to highlight and keep going back to the book and then implementing things in your business. It's an excellent book. So I want you guys to really um, – I want you guys to get a copy uh, for your success library. Now, you do have a success library, right? And a Success Library is basically uh, books that have been written by other experts who have 10-plus years of experience. And, of course, as you know, each book that you read can add 10 years of wisdom to your life. So you can imagine reading 12 books a year adding 120 years of wisdom. There is no way that you're not going to change for the better and make things happen in your life and in your business. So, Here we are in Chapter 12, Why Most Salespeople Don't Ask for Referrals and How to Owe their Comments. So the author goes on to say is that in the last chapter, he says, we began looking at why most salespeople don't ask for referrals. Now it's time to explore the question in detail. Again, this opportunity, when you have just completed a successful presentation offers such rich potential for gaining new referrals and furthering building your network. It's such a shame, he says, that so many people fail to capitalize on it, and that is actually asking for a referral. He says, why is it that most people don't ask for referrals? I believe it comes down to the following reasons, and this is what I want you guys to get. He says, number one, they forget. Why do they forget? It could be for any number of reasons they're not used to asking. It's not an established part of how they operate. When the situation gets tense, filling out paperwork, answering more questions, et cetera, it's easy to forget what you're not yet used to doing. In other words, it's not yet part of your consciousness. He says, after I worked my way up to sales manager of one company, I constantly taught myself people about using certain positive terms and avoiding certain negative ones. One example is the term sign the contract. What a negative thing to say. Can you imagine a phrase that could possibly trigger a more frightening image of binding commitments, lawyers, and lawsuits? Instead, as I learned from the great sales teacher, Tom Hopkins, it's so much more productive to ask them to okay the agreement or endorse the paperwork. I would encourage my sales team to practice this, not just listen to me saying it and nod their heads, but actually practice it. And then he says, reason two is they lack the confidence. He says, salespeople people often retreat from the opportunity to ask for referrals because they don't have the confidence in themselves to do so. Ladies, I find that this is happening too often to us as women. We are running away from the word sales. We're scared of it a lot of the time, and it's not necessary. And, again, like I announced that uh, last month when we were covering, you know, endless referrals overall, one of the things I talked about is that if you're in business, you're in the business of sales, period. And so you have to get over that and learn how to become a queen of sales, not fear it. He says, perhaps the new customer or client will say no, and rejection is never fun. They've already gotten over the hurdle of facing possible rejection once when they made the sale. Why court it again? Hey, maybe the client will get annoyed and actually change his mind. You know, and so many people are scared of the word no. But what I've come to personally understand and learn is just no just means no, not right now. I can't tell you how how true that really is. Um, I've had someone to... Uh questioned me about getting coaching, and I've given them a comfort coaching session and then I've you know suggested to them that they come on board and get uh, consistent coaching and then they they say no, not at this time no right i don't I don't get upset and i don't not talk to that person simply because they told me no because people say no for a lot of different reasons, and as women. I think we get, we are so emotional sometimes that we start feeling like, well, the person doesn't like me because they said no, and I don't want to be around anybody that doesn't like me. I mean, we start really personalizing things a little too much, and and so we have to learn. As the saying is, to build thick skin because no in business does not mean no not forever, not for everybody. I would, I would venture to say that probably more than fifty percent of the people that have said no, they're not interested in your product or service at this time, will say yes at another time frame, but not if you drop them like a hot potato just because you had a fear of rejection. Okay? So keep in mind Uh, Again, that as women, we do have to gain confidence, and we do have to believe in ourselves, and we need to take the personalization off of ourselves when we are sharing our services and our products. Here's reason number three. He says they don't think their product warrants them. Wow. Now, this is really disturbing, he says. It's a disturbing reason salespeople sometimes don't ask for referrals. If this is the case, you must either learn more about your product or service enough that you come to fully understand how much it serves your customers and adds to their lives and thus to the lives of all those whom they refer you, or find another product and service to represent. Now, I want to just again give another side note on this because there are businesswomen who don't necessarily believe in their product or the service that they either have started or that they are representing. Look, whether you are in a traditional business, you came up with the idea on yourself, you're trying to make it work, or whether you are in a network marketing business, you are distributing a product or service for another company. It is worthless if you do not believe in it. You see, you have to believe that you deserve to be referred to because you provide excellent customer service because you believe in the product and you use it yourself and you are a product of the product, whether it's a product that you have developed, a service, or if it's a product or service, again, that you are representing. And it is so very, very important important for you to believe in your products and believe in yourself. And there are so many people that don't have a referral system in place. As a matter of fact, I do believe that I talked about creating your own referral system. Maybe, let's see, this is September, so I may have talked about it somewhere in June or July, I believe I did cover how to create your referral system, so you may want to go back to one of the show archives um, and listen. Here's reason number four. He says people don't ask for referrals. They don't know how. And for women, this is one of the major reasons. They don't know how. Ah, this is the final reason. He says it's the easiest one to address. Often salespeople don't ask for the referral simply because they haven't been taught how to do it properly. In other words, how to do it in a way that they'll get them. If you don't, if you don't know how to do something right, they figure why even bother. We learned how to do this, however, in chapter four. So in chapter four of the book, he definitely has a section on how to ask for the referral. And then for those of you that actually have the book, you know, I recommend that you look at the chapter Profitable Follow-Up, chapter four, because he talks about how to ask for the referral in that particular chapter. So, again, there are your four reasons as to why people don't ask for referral. They forget. Number two, they lack confidence. Number three, they don't think their product warrants the referrals. And number four, they don't know how. So there you have it. And so, again, what you have to understand as a businesswoman is that referrals are very key. Your current customers, your current clients, if they are satisfied with your service or your product, Sure, they're going to refer to you, but people forget to refer. So this is why you have to create a referral system, an incentive program, ways for people to make it easy for them to refer to you. Last but not least, today on the show, I am going to be now talking about, you know, evaluating your business. You know, strategic planning is so very, very key, and the one thing that I want to point out that I announce every year on the radio show is that if you don't plan prior to 2019, because come January, let's just say this, before Christmas, you should have all your social media items and different things plugged into your uh, your pre-scheduler, you should already know what you're going to be doing in January, what your sales campaign, your marketing campaign is going to be about. You should already know how you're going to capitalize off of Valentine's Day. Um, And all of those things should be taken care of because if you wait until January to try to start writing a business strategy, Honey, let me tell you, you are going to be an epistle of a mess because it just adds too much stress to you. And in the meantime, you've lost revenue because oftentimes when you start trying to do a strategy in January, it may not be until March that you can actually start implementing your strategy. Listen, there's a lot of things that are going on with a strategy. Again, don't forget is that a strategy is your blueprint. It's your outline. Of your business goals that you have set for the year and how you're going to make it happen. And so, when when you have goals and and then you have to set tasks, things that you need to implement in order for those goals to to be accomplished, you have to set those tasks. There might be tools, there might be resources, there may be graphic work that needs to be done. Your logo may need to be rehashed. You may need a whole nother website. There's a lot of things that you may need to have happen in order to implement the overall strategy. So you can imagine trying to start in January to get this done. This is why it is not uncommon to move over three to four months of income that you could have had from enhancing your strategy. You can move over three to four months of income just by not doing your strategy. So this, <clears throat> we're in the prime time for you to do your business strategy, okay? You're in the prime time right now because for most women, uh, when November and December comes around, we want to play. We want to have fun. We want to be with family. Many of us have family members coming in town, you know, and the last thing that we want to do is to plug our minds up. We're trying to do a full-blown-out business strategy, so one of the things that I want to encourage you if you have not already and I don't I don't want to see hard heads uh today I want you to schedule a power talk and for those of you that have already had your free power talk for the year I'm giving you a bonus schedule your power talk with me by simply going to womenaboutbiz.net okay and clicking on coaching in the top menu bar, once you click on coaching, you're automatically going to see an offer there to, you know, free coaching session just for you. Schedule your power talk, okay? Because it can help you to at least gather your thoughts. We can brainstorm and start looking at what your business strategy is going to be for 2020. I can get you started, right? But what you don't want to do is just say, oh, that sounds good what Trina was talking about. Um, I'll have to take a look at that again. Listen, we have to stop being women of of non-reaction. We have to quickly react to good things that we hear that can help us in our business, and we have to take advantage of it like that. So I am challenging you guys right now to go ahead, all of you who are listening, to go ahead and get your free coaching schedule, you know, get your free coaching session scheduled because I am cutting off all free coaching um, starting in November. I'm not going to be able to do it. Um, I, you know, I'm breaking it down so that I can take care of some events and different things that we're having towards the end of the year. And so, again, you better get yourself scheduled now so we can take a look at and brainstorm on ways that you can grow your business. Let, let me brainstorm with you about creating a blueprint that's going to help you to generate that six-figure income, okay? So, as we are talking about evaluating your business, evaluation is very important. And the one reason why it is, is because you've got to know where you've been in order to know where you are going. Now let me just say that evaluation is not for you to go, Whoa is me, I'm a failure. I didn't I didn't um accomplish any of my goals. Maybe this being an entrepreneur isn't for me. Girl, no thinking thinking here, right? that's not what an evaluation is for. An evaluation is that if there are some problems, if there are some issues, I want to know about it so that I won't repeat it and and I'm going to nip it in the bud so I can create a plan that that won't happen again. If evaluating my business, I learned that I had several successes and I actually did make more money, then I want to enhance what I was doing, add some more types of enhancers and strategies so that I can see more of what I saw when I evaluated my business. So again, evaluation is very, very key, okay? So the one thing I would like to say is that understanding what the word success is the first step in determining how you will apply it to yourself and your business as you're evaluating your business. Um, Many business owners, regardless of how long they've been in business, never take the time to define exactly what type of success they are seeking for their business. So, if you never knew what your goals were, if you never knew what success meant to you in your business, I would advise you before you evaluate to really define what that is, right? Not only does this cause one to work in the blind when you don't necessarily know or if you haven't defined what success is to you, but it's almost impossible to set goals. Measure your results and achieve your dreams and goals, okay? Very, very key. So I want you ladies, I want to challenge you, okay, to define what success means to you. Again, define what success means to you. So in evaluating your business, I want to just share with you some of the things that you need to evaluate, okay? Okay. Evaluate whether or not you have been marketing your business on a consistent basis, and if you have an automation plan in place for your marketing, that you have written a business vision. Do you have a business vision? Is it driving your business? Um, how You have ensured that the life vision and business vision are aligning. And what that means is that you have a vision that, uh, of what you want for your life, and you have a vision if you want for your business, but sometimes the two can collide or conflict, which will put you at a standstill. So make sure that they don't conflict. Um, you have a written business plan or strategy in place. You have prepared a projected cash flow. You have an effective time management system. And get this, you have established goals. You know what your business goals are, and you know the number of clients, and customers needed to achieve your goals? And also, have you identified what your annual business goals really should be? You know, have your business goals and milestones been clearly marked? Have you set deadlines for your different goals that you want to accomplish? And also, have you broken down your annual goals quarterly and weekly so that you have clarity and you can stay focused, okay? Also, have you scheduled action tasks to do items in your calendar and have you delegated them to your power team? Do you have an accountability system in place to ensure you are moving forward? Did you establish your power team? And did you generate a net profit 50% or above your expenses? Okay? So these are things that you should be evaluating, okay, things you should be evaluating. I'm going to be sharing with you um, the business evaluation form. I'm going to be, I've got a couple of errors on it that I am correcting, but I'm going to be sharing the form going to be one of our blog uh, articles with the form for you to take a look at. So, again, that should be coming up somewhere towards Wednesday or Thursday of this week. I also don't want to forget that those of you who purchased the book in this referral, and I want to give a shout-out to Yvonne Pulley, who, wow, she was so responsible. Um, she texted me and said, hey, I wanted you to know I bought the book. Here's, here's the receipt. Here's the book. Bravo to Yvonne for doing that. So you are included in the winner. So the winners, all those individuals who purchased the book, Endless Referrals, okay, who purchased the book, Endless Referrals, by the first Monday of September, you have a free admission into the webinar, which is coming up um, on the sixth, no, the 17th, which is that Tuesday. You are going to be given a free pass to attend that webinar in this referral, getting new clients, and I'm so excited about it. I've been preparing it. I've got examples of how I generated six figures. Uh, I got a, a example of how I generated in this past 90 days more than 100 referrals. I can't wait to share all of that with you guys. Uh, I am opening up my back office. I'm showing you guys this is how I am doing it, right? And so, again, this is going to be a wonderful webinar. For those of you um, that are interested in attending the webinar, it should be up on tomorrow in our event section if you would like to register for it. And, again, congratulations. To all of you who posted yourself with a picture of your book in the Women About Biz community, you are a prize winner. If you if you posted that picture by um, it was by last Monday, right? Um, I just had, I see someone texting me again, chatting. He's like Trina, if I buy the book today and give you my receipt, can I please uh, have interest into the webinar? Okay, so. Here it is again. I can't just give it to you and I offer it to everybody, and so I'm going to cut it off today. So if you purchase the book in this referral today, okay, uh, either in the bookstore or if you purchase it through Amazon or Borders, I'm not Borders, but Barnes and Noble, then I will go ahead and include you in the list of prize. Recipients, and you will be able to get in the webinar at no cost. But I'm cutting it off today, ladies. I am cutting it off today. Okay, so don't forget, ladies, if you are in and/or around the Atlanta area, I am speaking at the Marks Women's Conference. I would love your support. I would love to see your face sitting at my women about this table. So um, definitely go check it out. Click on events at the womenaboutbiz.net website. It will lead you to the registration page. I've got a 50% discount for, I think we've sold five now. I've got a 50% discount for five more people who would like to attend. So that's 50% off of the $75 registration fee. So if you want it, come and get it, right, because it's going to be closing out. Thank you guys so much for listening to the show today. Um, I hope that you truly enjoyed the show and that you have gained some knowledge and maybe information on something that you didn't know as much about and you've had some aha moments. But the most important thing is I want you to embrace the belief that you were made to be successful, you were made to be abundant, you were made to create and fulfill your purpose, your dreams, your goals. Know that. And I'm so excited to help you to do that. So don't forget, ladies, for those of you who are interested in brainstorming about getting your outline together for your strategic plan 2020, definitely um, go to womenaboutbiz.net, click on Coaching and click on free coaching session, and I am looking, it should be, the, the coaching, the free coaching session request should be lit up today. So please do not procrastinate. Go ahead and get that done because I know I am going to be sealed up because we will not be doing free power talks November and December of the rest of this year. So again, get that taken care of. Love you with the love of God. I pray for an abundant week for you. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Okay.